Here's a load of this again at Anderson's podcast, and it's the 6th of October 2021. The time is 2013, and it is Wednesday. Now today we are not going to talk about the economic forum or Agenda 21 or Agenda 2030, because I believe you have had enough information about that topic that the politicians have signed a deal and many politicians have signed a deal that they do not really have they have not really read and they do not really realize what they have signed because these people that have orchestrated these things to sign for the different kinds of countries out there, they do not want to liberate people and give them more freedoms. They want to limit their freedoms and take their freedoms away. And this is what every country around the world have signed. So the question is, do we realize this? Do we realize that we as, a, as human beings are always and have always been in great danger, especially from our own governments. Because if you look at history and through history, you will see that every government has become tyrannical and have oppressed their civil population. So what makes it different today? Isn't it the same power structure. No, no, you would say, we have democracy. Well, well, that is not a hindrance to politicians becoming like dictators. Because the problem is that there are different kind of political parties, but the only ones you need to control is the few that are heads or heads of these political parties. And if you are part of one of these political parties and you and you are not going to vote the way the party is voting or the way the top wants you to vote, well then it is just out of there. You're just going to be kicked out. So you see that the system is rigged. Of course, I have been telling you for years that our government is basically a front organization for the Freemasonic Lodges or the secret societies. There are many of them, of course. They are the, they are the ones that controls the politicians or controls the way they want the world to go. And they also control the mainstream media, so of course, they decide what you can and cannot uh, watch, what you can and cannot put through your eyes and ears. So they basically decide what you can think about. The way you occupy your mind has great impact on your mood. And of course also, if you are not aware that you are in danger, well then you will think that you are not in danger and then you will just live your life accordingly. And when things happen in society that might shock you, you, you are going to be caught by surprise, of course. But I'm not going to be caught by surprise. 
I have known this for vast majority of seven or eight years now. I've made this podcast for seven or eight years now. And the first couple of podcasts I made, I also talked about the vaccines, the passports, and the basic things that were going to happen in the future. And of course, I hoped that they did not happen. Uh, but lo and behold, they have come through. And of course, I was not <laughs> divined by God to know this. I simply just listened to what Alex was saying at Infowars, and I just repeated what he was saying. And it turns out that he was right about what he was saying. So the question is, what, are he, what is he saying right now? Well, of course, they have their problems of their own in the United States of America. They have a president that has clearly have been cheated, or he has cheated his way into the presidency. And of course, also, there are not a lot of people around the world who believe this. They do not believe that the, that the siege of the capital was orchestrated by secret societies in the government, and it was blamed on the Trump supporters. So they basically, or a lot of people around the world, have, a, I believe, a false sense of reality. They believe that the mainstream media is telling them partly the truth. Of course, they are not thinking that they are actually lying about the, almost everything that they are saying, or at least they are trying to uh, to pull you in a direction that, well, they basically are saying, well, you should not look at this, so we are going to pull your attention away from this and pull your attention over to something else. It could be Extinction Rebellion, it could be Black Lives Matter, it could be <coughs> the war against the genders, uh, equal rights to the genders, genders of course, uh, but also climate change or climate deniers or anything that is going to pull your attention away from the truth. And that is why I do not, I do not hold something back for you. I'm not going to simply just sugarcoat it for you. I'm not going to, if I have some information, hold them back so that you do not have the opportunity to listen to them. For instance, there are not a lot of people who know this, but uh, Lars Anderson, a famous YouTuber in the Danish realm, has interviewed a former, you would call him a Navy SEAL in the Danish, Danish uh, military, and he has been telling him in an interview you can find it on YouTube if they have not put it down pull it down that uh, there are in fact uh, right here right now as we speak they are making uh, concentration camps in Denmark uh, to the unvaccinated at first of course but of course also the ones who refuses to take the third and fourth and fifth and sixth jab so they are trying to find out in the military who will 
participate in this and who will not participate in this. And then they are sorting people out in the military. So not a lot of people are aware of this. But of course, coming to this realization <clears throat> that in fact that there are an evil force uh, occupying uh, our country and they are willing to put us in camp and basically wipe us off the face of the, face of the earth, it uh, should put some uh, thrills down our back. It should put the hairs on our back to stand out and we should be up at arms, so to speak. Not violently, of course, but we should use our freedom of speech to speak against this. But the problem is that there are a vast majority, many, many billions of people who continue to look in the television for answers. They do not really believe that the mainstream media is bought and paid for by the governments around the world or by the secret societies behind the governments around the world. And I'm here to tell you, unfortunately, that this is a false sense of reality that you have in your mind. And in order for you to snap out of it, your entire core belief system has to change. And that's going to be very difficult. It was very difficult for me to come to grips with the term that, or with the fact that I have been lied to all my life from the mainstream media. They have basically been pulling wool over my eyes. And behind the scenes, the governments, especially politicians who have been searching for power, has signed uh, some agreements that are against uh, every human rights organizations on the planet, basically taking our freedoms totally away from us so that the government is totally in control over every human being on the planet. That is their end goal. That has always been their end goal. And then they are going to start wiping people out. And of course, they have already started this with jab number one and especially jab number two, but also jab number three and four and five and six. And also the passport that they have tried to implement is part of their agenda to take even more control over human beings. So are they going to succeed? Well, it's up to us, the people. It's up to, to our mind not to be taken over by that mind that they want us to be taken over by. So refuse to think like they do. Refuse to act like they do. Come to the grips and the term that we human beings deep down inside is love and kindness. And when we meditate on love and kindness and we start to move away from bad thoughts, ill thoughts, thoughts that are not uplifting to us humans, we can change dramatically in a more positive direction. We can become positive human beings in this world that has turned out 
there have been some evil forces behind it, and they are pulling in a completely different direction. And they have also planned this for many years, so that they of course know how can they manipulate human beings into a belief system or even into some evil thoughts and ideas, bad thoughts and ideas, so that they can keep them under this tyranny that they do not really realize that they are under. You could say that a lot of people knew that they were under tyranny, under the Nazi regime, of course. But you could also ask, when did the Jewish people realize that the Nazis were basically trying to kill them, wipe them off the face of the earth? Was it only when they were pushed into the uh, wagons that were the trains that were uh, taking them into the concentration camps. I believe that actually many people still thought of their fellow human beings, regardless of their emblems on their shoulders, regardless of who they worshipped, as good and decent human beings. So we also have to come to the term or the grips or the fact with like Jehovah God in the uh, Bible said before Noah, or you could remember the days before Noah, he said that every human being on the planet, their thoughts were evil all day long. So you have to come to the grips or the term or the fact that a lot of people have basically been taken over by this evil entity, you could call it. So that is why Jehovah God said to Noah to build this boat, because he was going to wipe people off the face of the earth because he regretted to ever have made humans because they were, or have been for many years, been taking astray. They did not basically look to the Creator. If you look at this image, you can clearly state and see that there is a Creator behind the planet that we are currently on. It should be obvious for every human being that love and kindness has been a great part of the Creator. So how come we are not going to show love and kindness to each other? How come we occupy our mind with garbage from the garbage can? Garbage come with the garbage can is, of course, violent video games, violent movies, movies who portray people's bad behaviors as something that you can allow yourself to be entertained by. There are also the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest of the crap. And also the mainstream media that constantly tells you what to think about, what to fear, and the solutions to your fears. This is part of the garbage can that we constantly feed through our eyes and ears, and it is making us miserable and sad inside. So what is the solution? Well, simply stop looking at it. Stop occupying your mind with it. Focus your mind on something more positive and more uplifting. 
And of course, it can be very difficult and tricky because you deep down inside, at the back of your mind, know that there are evil human beings that are taking over, so to speak. So what to do about it? Well, of course, the easy answer is just to say no. If 7.8 billion people just said no to them, it would all be over tomorrow. But you could also say that, well, a lot, a lot of people are thinking about the Creator. Because, as I've been explaining many times, the Creator is very easily proven that He exists. We, human beings, we are currently 7.8 billion of us, and we come from the same place. We come from an sperm cell, which comes from an sperm cell, which comes from an sperm cell, and so forth and so on. That means that we come from something that you could place in the head of a top of a needle, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our father and mother. But you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. Now that is, in my eyes, pretty intelligent made. Therefore, there have to be an intelligent creator behind it all. His name is Jehovah God, the Almighty One. And when you pray to him, and you, of course, remember to close your prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, so you recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all, the resurrection that we can become part of, or we are going to be part of all human beings, we should listen to what the Bible says. We should listen to what the Creator really wants us to do as human beings. It's very easy, of course, to say He wants us to show love and kindness to each other. He wants us to get rid of things that can make us feel bad and lonely and sad inside. He wants us to get rid of the garbage from the garbage can. He wants us to occupy our mind with something positive and uplifting. He wants us to have positive and uplifting and loving and kind friends that wants the best for us. That is what the Creator wants us to do, because He knows if we have a lot of loving and caring and kind friends who have very uplifting speech, who speaks very gentle and loving and caring to us, we can actually feel love and cared for. And that we can return their favor and also show them love and kindness. It's, it's very easy to say this, but it's very difficult to change your entire behavior uh, just overnight. It cannot, of course, be done because we have basically spent our entire life being molded in this society that we are part of. The school have molded us also. The state-run education system has molded us also into feeling like individuals, but also feeling competitive, feeling that we are better than other human beings, that we have a tendency to love ourselves, but not love other human beings as well as we love ourselves. And that is also the problem, because Jehovah God is 
love and kindness. He is the infinite love and kindness. So if you want to become close friends with him, you need to stay away from anything that he is repulsed by. So what does it say in Psalm 11.5? Well, luckily for us, we have one here, uh, and I can actually read it for you. So Psalm 11.5, it's very known scripture, and it should be known to everyone. This is how Jehovah God thinks of us as humans. It says here, Jehovah examines the righteous one as well as the wicked one. He hates anyone who loves violence. And it has been here for many, many thousands of years. So he has made his thoughts clear for us. He hates anyone who loves violence. Now you can analyze and you can jump up and down as much as you like, but it means that, of course, in my humble opinion, that we should stay clear of violence. We should not look at it. We should not occupy our mind with it. Because it is not going to draw us closer to Jehovah God. On the contrary, we could make ourselves enemy of Jehovah God. So what could we see in society that we might love or enjoy that we should say no to? Well, MMA for once, entertainment industries that are occupying with violence. And of course, a lot of people say, well, that is not true. He is not going to think like this. But we have to remember that Jehovah God's thoughts are not like ours on the planet. We need to basically make our belief systems in coherence with His, because He is not going to change at all. Jehovah God has been the same, as the Bible says, through eternity, as he, and He is going to remain through eternity the same. So His personality is the same. Basically also, who He wants as friends is also the same. He wants human beings that are willing to change the way they look at what they occupy their mind with. What do we put through our eyes and ears? We can ask ourselves these questions and ask ourselves if this is wholesome, if this is something that Jehovah God would approve of. And I'm not going to say that I'm one someone, holy one, that (laughs) have stayed clear of it all, but what I'm saying is that at least you and I and making an effort, are willing to grasp with the possibility that Jehovah God, before we can become his close friends, we need to do something with our life. We need to do something with what we occupy our mind with, who we have as friends also. Bad company is not so good for us because it destroys good habits. If we are in a good habit of showing love and kindness, and we 
become friends with a, a violent person, a person who loves violence and loves demeaning other people, well, then we can, unfortunately, take some of that person's personality traits and put them into ourselves. We can become part of it. And of course, that is why the Bible is clear about this. We should say no to anyone who wants to become friends with us, who do not want to change the way they look at themselves, at what they occupy their mind with. Because loving kindness cannot coexist with violence and negative thoughts about others. It is simply impossible. But we human beings, we have perhaps, we have perhaps in our mind made it so that we have called good as evil and evil as good. We have basically mixed the two together. The Roman Empire is a great example of it, of course, where you could and your family could travel to the arena and look at people being killed and tortured and maimed in the name of entertainment. But, of course, this was not something that Jehovah God would approve of. <laughs> it is basic knowledge. But, of course, a lot of people say, well, why does he not interfere? When people are violent, why does he does not destroy them at all? Well, that's because there is a small possibility that these people can actually change the... I believe it was Apostle Paul, or was it Peter? Maybe it was for Peter. One of the disciples were actually very vicious and violent towards the Christians, but he changed the way he thought about worshiping God. And he became someone that Jehovah God could call his friend. So, so we have to realize that when we see people that are very bad, they can actually change the way they look at other human beings. But it has to come from within. It has to, it has to become aware of, to that person. Otherwise, we are simply just going through life, just simply taking in everything that we can. It just simply just saying to ourselves, well, I feel a bit awkward looking at this, but, well, I'm not going to say no to it. So basically, people's consciousness have also been maimed, so to speak. Because we should have a consciousness telling us good and from bad. And we should be choosing only to do good things in life, occupy ourselves with good, decent thoughts and ideas, and reject all the rest of the bad ones. But we have a sort of like a mixture of the two put together. 
So we wonder why we feel sad and lonely and miserable. We feel that we spend a lot of our time with our greatest friend, the cell phone. But it is not returning the love and compassion and kindness that we are feeding it, or at least the attention that we are feeding it. How come? Well, of course, the only way you can feel love and kindness is from other human beings interacting with them directly. And a lot of not a lot of people are thinking about this because they be perhaps are spending five, six or seven hours every day on their phone. That is why I call it their best friend. Because if you <laughs> spend so much time on a dead object that you could spend with another human being, that is very sad when you say it out loud because you're basically wasting your life away on a dead object. Instead of if we human beings could simply look up from our cell phones and interact with human beings that we meet, just simply getting them to smile, getting them to feel that they are in a good company, that I want the best life for them. I want to make them feel good inside and make them have the best opportunity to have a good and wholesome and decent life ahead of them. Because I know it's also, very selfishly of me of course, but it's also going to benefit me. If we step out into the world and every human being that we meet is loving and caring and kind and have said no to all this garbage from the garbage can, then I believe it's going to be a much more beautiful place to live. It's going to be uplifting for us to live. So how come we human beings, we tend to neglect the one person that should not be neglected, that is ourself. We should, as I say, start meditating. And when we start meditating, we can get rid of this bad inner thoughts of ours, the inner voice that is constantly telling you bad things about yourself and others. When you turn the volume button down on this voice, then you can turn the volume button up of a more positive inner dialogue with yourself. And then it becomes much more uplifting. It becomes a much more happy life. It becomes a life filled with joy and excitement. A thrill every morning to get up and not knowing what the day is going to bring you but at least you're going to interact with other human beings during the day. So we should not dismiss any opportunity to talk to another human being. If you have the time, put in the effort to also listen to that person very carefully about what that person is saying so that that person feels loved and cared for and especially listened to. Because we human beings, we tend to go through life 
having many, many conversations with each other. But can we really remember one conversation from the next? That's why I also believe in Imago counseling, where you actually are forced to say word for word exactly what the other person has been telling you or talked about. So that you actually you stop the process in your brain that constantly wants to interrupt so that you have an opportunity to speak. You are actually breaking the barrier between this human being that you are talking with. You can do it in your mind, of course. You can, if you concentrate very, very much, when that person is speaking, make your inner voice the voice of the person that is speaking, so that you are repeating every, every word that the person is speaking in your mind, then I will guarantee you that your conversations will greatly improve. You're going to feel a connection that you have never ever felt before. And by doing that, you feel a human connection with another human being. And that is the connection that I want all 7.8 billion human beings to have on the planet. Because then you are not very far away from Jehovah God. Then you can close your eyes and pray to Jehovah God in the name of Jesus Christ so that you also recognize this greatest sacrifice that he has made. Because he also rose Jesus Christ from the dead. And he is now in heaven. And you can also say that what happens to us when we die, well, we all get a resurrection, meaning that we are all going to be standing or kneeling against Jehovah God, the Almighty One's throne. And there are books that are going to be opened. And we're going to face the consequences of our actions, meaning that if you have been a very bad person that have constantly been looking at this garbage from the garbage can, you have basically been molded by it, then it's not going to be so pleasant when they open the book. But if you have tried as good as you can to show love and kindness and a deep inner connection with other human beings that you meet, then when the book is going to be opened, it's going to be a much more pleasant experience for you and also for me and the people around you. Because when we all die and get a resurrection, it's going to be much more enjoyable to be standing around human beings that are similar to what we are, our personality. So I'm not going to say that this is what is going to happen because it is up to Jehovah God how he wants the resurrection to happen. But it's going to happen, of course. And of course, it's going to, unfortunately for many people, be a very bleak awakening. So I'm hoping that my podcast is going to allow it not to be such a bleak awakening or such a big surprise to humans. 
because then we should not worry about dying, because we're all going to die. We should be worrying about what happens to us when we get a resurrection. What is going to happen to us? Shouldn't we, right here, right now, focus and concentrate on becoming so much loving and caring and kind in our every core, in our being, that we could also show this in action. A lot of people out there will say, well, I'm always already showing loving kindness and compassion in my life, so how can I improve this? Or many people will say, I do not need to improve. I'm already living this perfect life that you are talking about. And good riddance for you. You should keep on living it. But you should also be aware of your inner dialogue because it reveals great deals about you. When I meditate, and I am going to be honest with you, I have a very, very many violent thoughts that occur out of nowhere. I have not been <laughs> occupying my mind with violent things. So where does this come from? How can I put a damper on this? Because I do not like it when my mind goes in this direction. Well, of course, concentrating on love and kindness and also concentrating on other human beings, basically there are a lot of people who have written positive books that are very uplifting, positive podcasts that are very uplifting. Well, occupying our mind with these should at least put a damper on bad thoughts that we might have. So I'm not going to say that I'm perfect. None of us are. But what I'm saying is that I know deep down inside that I need to fight these thoughts away in order for me to keep on having a good relationship with Jehovah God. Because having a good relationship with Jehovah God should be the number one concern that we human beings have. And then the rest will follow. Because when you know Jehovah God is love and kindness, infinite love and kindness, well, then you also know in order for you to become friends with him, you also need to become infinite love and kindness. Of course, you cannot do this perfectly, but at least you can show him that you are making an effort in this direction so that he can react to it. He's only going to react to human beings that are searching for him, that are trying to better the way they think about themselves and about others. So we have to keep analyzing ourselves. We have to put our mind into working for us and working for us in a positive direction. So, let's just read something from the Bible, shall we? Because it is basically knowledge from Jehovah God. Let's just see here. Yes, we can take this one. This is the second 
letter to Thessalonians. It says here, and let's just change the scenes here or the frames so that we can see that we have, yes, start reading. It says here, Paul, Silvanus and Timothy, to the congregation of the Thessalonians, in union with God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. May you have undeserved kindness and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We are obligated always to give thanks to God for you, brothers. This is fitting because your faith is growing extensively, and the love of each other and every one of you is increasing towards one another. As a result, we ourselves take pride in you among the congregations of God because of your endurance and faith in all your precursions and the hardships that you are suffering. This is a proof of the righteous judgment of God leading to your being counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are indeed suffering. This takes into account that it is righteous of God's part to repay tribulation to those who make tribulations for you. But you who suffer tribulation will be given relief along with us at the revelation of the Lord Jesus from heaven with his powerful angels in a flaming fire as he brings vengeance on those who do not know God and those who do not obey the good news about our Lord Jesus these very ones will undergo the judicial punishment of everlasting destruction from before the Lord and from the glory of his strength at the time when he comes to be glorified in connection with his Holy One and to the regard in that day with wonder among all those who exercise faith because the witness we gave met with faith among you. To that very end, we always pray for you, that our God may count you worthy of his calling and with his power perform completely all the good that he pleases and every work of faith. This is so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in union with him, according to the undeserved kindness of our God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. However, brothers, concerning the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered together to him, we ask you not to be quickly shaken from your reason, nor to be alarmed either by an inspired statement or by a spoken message or by a letter appearing to be from us to the effect that the day of Jehovah is here. Let no one lead you astray in any way, because it will not come unless the apostasy comes first and the man of lawlessness gets revealed, the son of destruction. He stands in opposition and exalts himself above every so-called God or object of worship, so that he sits down in the temple of God, publicly showing himself to be a God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I used to tell you these things? And now you know that what is acting as a restraint so that he will be revealed in his own due time, through the mystery of this lawlessness is already at work, but only until the one who is right now acting as a restraint is out of the way. Then indeed the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will 
do away with by the spirit of his mouth and bring to nothing by the manifestations of his presence. But the lawless one's presence is by the operations of Satan with every powerful work and lying signs and wonders and every unrighteous deception for those who are perishing as a retribution because of because they did not accept the love of the faith in order that they might be saved. That is why God lets a delusional influence mislead them so that they may come to believe the lie, in order that they all may be judged because they did not believe the truth but took pleasure in unrighteousness. However, we are obligated always to thank God for you, brothers, loved by Jehovah, because from the beginning God selected you for salvation by sanctifying you with his Spirit and by your faith in the truth. He called you to this through the good news we declared, so that you may acquire the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brothers, stand firm and maintain your hold on the traditions that you were taught, whether it was by a spoken message or by a letter from us. Moreover, may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and gave everlasting comfort and good hope by means of undeserved kindness, comfort your heart and make you firm in every good deed and word. Finally, brothers, carry on prayer for us that the word of Jehovah may keep spreading rapidly and being glorified just as it is with you, and that we may be rescued from harmful and wicked men, for faith is not a possession of all people. But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you and protect you from the wicked one. Moreover, we have confidence in the Lord regarding you, that you are carrying out and will go on carrying out our instructions. May the Lord continue to guide your heart successfully to the love of God and to the endurance for the Christ. Now we are giving you instructions, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to withdraw from every brother who is walking dishonestly or disorderly and not according to the traditions that you received from us. For you yourself know how you should imitate us, because we did not behave in a dishonorable way among you, nor did we eat any food free. On the contrary, by labor and toil we were working night and day, so as not to impose an expensive burden on any one of you. Not that we do not have authority, but we wanted to offer ourselves as an example for you to imitate. In fact, when we were with you, we used to give you this order. If anyone does not want to work, neither let him eat. For we hear that some are walking disorderly among you, not working at all, but meddling with what does not concern them. To such people we give the order and exhortation in the Lord Jesus Christ that they should work quietly and eat food they themselves earn. For your heart, sorry, for your part, brother, do not give up in doing good. But if anyone is not obedient to our word, through this letter, keep this one marked and stop associating with him, so that he may become ashamed, and yet do not consider him as an enemy, but continue admirations with him as a brother. Now, may the Lord of peace himself give you peace constantly in every way, 
May the Lord be with all of you. Here's my greeting, Paul's, in my own hand, which is a sign in every letter. This is the way I write. The undeserved kindness of our Lord Jesus Christ be with all of you. Of course, this is a very old text, I know. And you also have to take into consideration what it was like living under these conditions, under the Roman Empire. It was not so pleasant. So that the congregation needed to be told to stay clear of people who were walking disorderly, who were not basically obeying the word of Jehovah God. It also said that the Christians should be walking in an orderly manner. Basically, the persons that the person that they were should be of high standard, trustworthy. It should be a person who showed love and compassion and kindness, but also stood firm against the pressure of the outside world. So could we basically take these wordings and put them in our own life today? Also, it said something about we should not <laughs> occupy with people who are not walking in an orderly fashion. Also, like you know that if you are friends with someone and they are constantly laughing it off or pulling you in a wrong direction and you can feel this, well, what, this is, what did it say here? Stop associating with him or her, of course, also. So we have to be aware of the power that we have over ourselves. But we also have to be aware that we have someone in which we want to have the opportunity to make happy. And this is Jehovah God. And in order for us to make him truly happy, we need to stay clear of garbage from the garbage can, but also people who keep us rummaging through the garbage from the garbage can. So if we do this, we are basically making it more probable that we are going to lead a more uplifting and happy life. I'm not saying that we should totally stay clear of every human being on the planet, but what I'm saying is that <clears throat> we should be very concerned or we should think very carefully about who we true choose as uh, true friends. They should be having some of the same personality traits that you are currently and I am currently trying to make part of my personality so that the persons that you surround you with is persons that want the same thing as you do. And of course, every person on the planet, deep down inside, is loving kindness. <clears throat> so if we can get every person to occupy their mind with loving kindness 
and trying to be there for others, well, then we have made a great way into improving not only the lives of myself and you, but also the lives of others. And of course, I'm not going to sugarcoat it either, because I know if you close your eyes and pray to Jehovah God, the first month or so you are going to be visited by his opponent. In the nighttime, of course, Satan and his demons. But if you keep on praying to Jehovah God in the name of Jesus Christ and asking Jehovah God to improve your personality, asking him to give you the strength to keep your mind away from the garbage can and onto more positive things in life, I will guarantee you 100% that he is going to listen to you, he's going to give you his Holy Spirit so that you can keep on this path to everlasting love and kindness. So what I'm going to conclude this podcast with is, of course, worshiping Jehovah God, showing him love and kindness, but also showing other human beings love and kindness, also working with your mind in a more positive direction, being aware of your inner voice that can lead you astray. Well, then I have given on, given on some tools to you that you can use in your life to improve the way you think about yourself and others. Because loving kindness, it does not just come by just by like this. It comes when you pull in the effort. And of course, you could also be a person who disregards what I'm saying about Jehovah God. But let's just say that, okay, you do regard this or disregard this. But at least take this from my podcast, that if you start showing love and kindness to yourself and to others, if you start molding your mind and really saying no to what could pull you in a bad direction, then I will guarantee you that you are going to become not even a better person, but also you will become a person that thinks of not only yourself highly, but also of other people, so that you can feel a connection and a loving kindness that comes when you open your mind to the possibility that you also can change the way you think about yourself and others. So I hope you're my words were not so harsh, but I also hope that there was some positivity in my podcast that you could use in your own life. And of course, I'm not going to say that I'm going to be perfect, but what I'm saying is I'm trying as good as I can to explain something that I profoundly believe in, that we human beings, we can change to the better. It is just simply a question of us taking our own life back to ourselves, refusing to allow garbage from the garbage can, outside influence and information to guide us in a wrong direction. So I hope 
this podcast was helpful for you. I hope that you love each other and are kind to one another. This is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It is the 6th of October 2021. The time is 21.08 and it is Wednesday. Bye.